Uh, hello. Welcome. Good evening. Hello and welcome. Good evening. Good morning. Good night. We are... Well, that's the show. Good night. <laughs> no. You want me to upload? I'll literally upload a 30-second clip. Test me. Well, if we get the... Uh... I'll go through and upload every single one of the fucked up things you said <laughs> that I have saved. How about no? <laughs> so, uh, you, you remember the Patreon thing? Uh, the idea I had? Yeah. The Patreon thing is uh, if we get... What we need to get a mixer is I'm going to do a song. You're going to sing a song? I'm going to sing a song, yeah. Oh. God help us all. God help everybody's ears. Because right now, if you didn't hear it, which you can't because it would be in the future that it happened, a collective sigh from everybody listening. <laughs> <sighs> He's doing a song. One of the things I want to do for the Patreon, especially for Joseph, is to get him to read bedtime stories. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, go the fuck to sleep? Yeah. Yeah. That's the first yeah. one. I w- first, I, I was originally going to read the Bible, but <laughs> we settled on bedtime stories, so we'll just settle with bedtime stories. But welcome to the Torn Page. It's uh, Saturday night. We're recording a shit show. I'm thinking about changing the name. I don't know. I thought about it. The shit program. No, to like, something like, like, I don't know what I want because we don't record. I mean, we do record Sunday mornings, but it's like for it to be the Sunday morning shit show, I have to upload it every Sunday morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. We could call it morning glory. Morning wood. Morning. <laughs> morning wood with Casey and Joseph and Destiny. I don't know. I kind of just want to like change it to just shit show. Morning, morning wood with the three balls. <laughs> Instead of SMSS, just put SS. Morning wood with three nuts. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, shit show is fine because that's what we refer to it as. Yeah, it'll always be the shit show. I just think I'm I'm thinking about taking the SM out of it because it's just I don't want to. I I promise you, I don't know what day I'm gonna upload this. (laughs) when you you take the S and M out of something, (laughs) the relationship's just shot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he thinks he's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I, I. Shut up. Okay. We got a couple things to go through today. Uh, There was another Instagram influencer murdered. I hope this trend does not keep going. Uh, Yeah, uh, they've told people to stop putting selfies on there so people (laughs) stop falling in love with because that's what Instagram is. is uh, We have a pair of Canadian teens that are on the run. That are probably probably, uh, ramming each other right now to stay warm. Maybe, I don't know. Mm. Or maybe they're doing pulling a Luke but hiding it inside like a moose. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a Tauntaun, they cut open a moose to hide inside for warmth. I think you if they mean? were to go gut a moose, they'd probably both throw up. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. No, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I've, I've spent some time in Alaska and I have no problems cuddling another man. <laughs> I feel that. I feel That's that. That's an untold or unspoken rule of the army is you, uh, cuddle, you will cuddle. Someone. You will cuddle another oh, yeah. man. Oh yeah. 100%. And then the last thing is there was a, another mass shooting today, which we live in America. So it's not of any surprise, but I want to go through that. Uh, the man and his manifesto. But you wanted to talk about a vape story. 
vape Yeah. Um, um, as everyone knows that listens, <laughs> we all vape. We all think we all truly enjoy it more. Thank you for the ASMR, Destin. We truly, we truly enjoy it more. It is a less harmful product to traditional tobacco, nicotine, cigarettes. It is not harmless. No one that is about vaping or is an advocate for vaping will ever say it's harmless. It is a less harmful. It's a harm harm reduction product. Let me break it down for you. In a normal cigarette, there's over there's hundreds of ingredients. Chemicals. Chemicals and ingredients. You say chemicals so it sounds worse. <laughs> yeah. <chemicals. laughs> That's what they do about vaping. Yeah. You're putting chemicals into your body. Uh, you're walking around with a live hand grenade. Yeah. You got a grenade in your hand. I love hearing that because I want to make a mod out of a grenade and be like, now this is a grenade. <laughs> Bring and, me a grenade and I'll do it. And pull the pin and just stand there and stare at him. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, jump, bitch. Tink. No, imagine you made it where like the grenade was your contact. So like to vape it, you had to pull the pin. Or like press it down. You have to pull the pin and then press the spoon to yeah. actually get a vape. That's cool. Like you can turn the pin into like a lock. Like how this Athena has a yeah, lock. that'd actually be pretty cool. Just turn the pin into like a plate so it covers your 510 when it's closed. I say we go to the nearest army surplus and see if they got any bored out grenades. Oh, dude, yeah, you just gave me... Training grenades? Gear shifts. You just gave me a good idea. Gear shifts aren't like actual grenades. You can get on like Google and shit and, and order uh, dummy grenades. We might do that. Uh, to break it down for you, in, uh, there's hundreds of chemicals in a cigarette. Yes. But there's three ingredients in vape juice. Three, three. to de- depending on sweeteners, there are companies out there that still use water and vodka. Okay. Uh it's very 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 minimal and it's not recommended for people <laughs> to use in e-liquids. But I have some juice up there that uh stuff we got from Kyle, mm. the uh double packs, they yeah. have water in them. Hmm. Ew. Uh, it ruins the, vape juice. I will tell you that right now. The it three ingredients it. are propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin, and then the nicotine itself. Correct? Yeah, and uh, then your flavorings. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you, you'll say that's that's a green by itself. No matter how many flavorings is in it, it's fucking uh, propylene glycol flavorings normally. And then sometimes companies use sweeteners. There's tons of there's a couple of different sweeteners. You can use sucralose. You can use ethyl maltol. And stevia, and there's one other one that starts with an A. I don't know how to say it. But the it, your common vape juices have it's just VGPG nicotine flavoring. Yeah, that's it. See, uh, to drop some science is PG propylene glycol when it metabolizes turns into lactic acid. Yeah, which helps your muscles from cramping. VG when it metabolizes turns into sugar. So if you have diabetes and you're vaping something that's high on the VG, it could throw your blood sugar out of whack. Yeah. Too much lactic acid though sucks. Yeah, it does. That's why a lot of, generally when vaping first started, a lot of companies ran 50-50 uses. So you'd have 50% PG, 50% VG. Now most most stuff is higher on VG than it is on PG. I'm Just, always seeing like 70-30. Yeah, 70-30 is generally what people use. It just... Uh, a lot of people vape sub tanks now and stuff like that. So it just, it runs better in my opinion. It's not as, it's a little thicker. It's not as thin, something like that. But the story I want to get to is, I think it happened in 2017. 
Uh, I just now recently have seen it make more light in the news with all the stuff that's going on around Jewel. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of come back up. Okay, you know because about they it. just now filed the lawsuit. Yeah, uh, you know about it, and I know about it, but Destin probably doesn't. No. So nothing. okay, this so. this guy has been uh, he got a jewel when he was in high school mm-hmm. two years ago in two thousand. He was like seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Um. So so youth vaping. Yeah, youth vaping. Okay, he's partially to blame. Whoever bought it for him is to blame, and his parents are to blame. Yeah. Uh, the company Jewel is not to blame. No, in no. my opinion, because somebody was buying the pods for him, but he was on a two pot a day, a day, yeah, and he was vaping every ten minutes, so he was doing fifty fifty mil- jewel pods or fifty milligrams, so five percent nicotine, and a jewel pod is like it's it's like one point two one point five milliliters. So he's yeah. going. He was going through to put this in perspective. He was going through three milliliters of fifty mil fifty nic. Or five percent nicotine pods, three milliliters, and a subone tank. I go through ten mils of juice a day. Well, like I've had a jewel before, and one pod lasted me like two days. Yeah, yeah, but he was going through two in one day, and you know he's he's going through three mils of fifty nick. I go through ten mils of three nick. That's he he was going through three times as much or four times as much nicotine as I do. But for me to suffice my nicotine habit. But this caused him to have a massive stroke. He got nicotine poisoning. Yeah. And he has had permanent damage to the left side of his body. Um, the family seeking a lawsuit against Jewel. Yeah, they're trying to fill, sue Jewel, which is now owned by Philip Morris. And mainly Marlboro. Yeah. See, the thing about this is, Philip Morris can't be sued by someone using their products if it causes an illness. Yeah. There was a bill signed... <laughs> A while back, in like the 60s, that said that if they continue to give cities a um, tax, quotation tax, because they can't tax it, um, on every pack of uh, cigarettes they sold, they can't be sued. That if a lawsuit comes through, then it gets dropped. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. You can't sue a cigarette company for getting cancer. Same thing. You cannot sue Jewel for this stroke. Because, I mean, not only that, but, like, cigarette packs have the warning, like, may cause cancer. So do Jules. Like, yeah, yeah Jewel has the thing on the front that says this contains nicotine and ad- addictive chemical. Yeah. Like, there's a disclaimer on the thing, on the product, and then you know this purchasing it. So there's nothing, no, that's dumb to do. Yeah, it's, it's a big problem because it's, it comes down to another attack on teen vaping, which people... Blows my mind. People still constantly attack it when all the numbers are skewed. Yeah, kids use jewels. I've seen a lot of people that have never vaped before will pick up a jewel because it's cool. Like, jewels marketing at first was the worst marketing they could have done. It's the best marketing sales-wise, but they were marketing it through Instagram influencers. Oh, yeah? That's how they first started doing marketing. When it first, when it first blew up, their Instagram influencers were doing sponsored deals with them. Which, if you know anything about the internet, hot girls on Instagram, how old are their followers? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking bunch of 15-year-old kids that are like, this girl's hot as shit. I'm going to follow her. So, that's that's the problem is, uh, that's why they got in trouble the first time. Their, their uh, advertisements and commercials were extremely eccentric, colorful, 
essentially kid friendly as they would say and that was the big big problem originally with them and that's why they don't have any social media anymore nothing they have zero social media (laughs) they deleted their they deactivated twitter deactivated instagram stopped writing all ads everything stopped working with influencers this like i heard a while back about the same thing about just juice in general like yeah um, like the colorful packaging was advertising to children uh, a lot of times they got they at first they got in a lot of trouble with copyright yeah. Because people were making like uh, Fruit Loops juices, putting toucan salmon on them, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, none of the stuff I have really is marketable to kids. No. Um, just recently, the Free Max Twister got in trouble. Yeah. If you look at their logo, it it's looks like a fucking toy, hmm. and they've gotten some backlash for it. But that's why a lot of companies are moving away. They're 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 still trying to make labels that are attention grabbing for adults but not for kids yeah and so like i've noticed too like a lot of companies are going to these like dark colors and stuff like that you know yeah i mean even like that ball of fruit monster it's attractive to the eye like that was a big thing like when they first got that at sweet home as soon as i walked in i was like "Ooh, what's that that was exactly what i did i saw it and i was like oh that looks pretty cool it's colorful but all it has is fruits on it just like my juice that catches your eye when you see it because it's blue clear bottle and blue has Heisenberg on the side. Yeah, and this this story about this guy suing Jewel, I hate that it happened to him. Like it yeah, sucks. It sucks. Yeah. But to be b- brutally honest, it's his fault. Yeah. I I'm not gonna beat around the bush and say that Jewel Jewel has done gone every single step of the way they can to try to write what they've done wrong. Yeah, Jewel didn't tell him to. Jewel pulled their products out. They pulled their flavored products out of the stores because they're saying they're marketing to kids, which they shouldn't have had to fucking do. No. If if it wasn't for flavored products like mango or creme brulee, I would have never quit smoking. Yeah. If yeah. all I had was yeah. mint, menthol, and tobacco, I wouldn't quit smoking. I would have, if I was to vape tobacco, I have to have like a caramel vanilla tobacco. Like I've had one tobacco and it was a cigar tobacco, but it was like. Cubano? It was a, yeah, the Cubano, like the cream tobacco, you know, cream cigar or whatever. Like I can't quit smoking, fucking vaping AM red. Uh I can't, I can't do it. Uh, It's just not for me. You know, it took a good flavor of e-liquid for me to quit. And Jewel has done, they've heard the vape community a lot. They sold out the big tobacco, but they also have helped a ton of people quit smoking. Yeah. Um, they started offering their pods in lower nicotines. They have them in a 3% now instead of a 5 which is very good. I would keep vaping jewels if I, could, if I get a hold of 3%. Um, a device like that will help a lot of people quit smoking. Something very small, very discreet. They, can, they don't have to worry about carrying a big-ass mod around. Like, yeah. you know... I would say 90% of vapors are not hobbyists like we are. Uh-huh. We don't, they don't care about RDAs. They don't care about sub tanks. All they care about is satisfying the nicotine addiction. They may hire nicotines because they need to satisfy the nicotine addiction. Especially someone like, I, if I, my grandma, what, if she, she had already quit, but if she was still smoking, I would recommend a jewel to her over anything. Yeah. But it's convenient. As an too, intro device. Like, me, like, I mean, now that I know more about other pod systems, I wouldn't recommend a Juul. But if like I was just vaping a Juul, I would definitely recommend it to other people because yeah, it, it'll yeah. help them stop. 
You're talking about fruity, fruity flavors. Even fucking Nicorette has fruity flavors. Oh, dude, have yeah. you seen the advertisements for the new Nicorette gums? No. It's super fucking colorful. Like it's it's uh the new Nicorette's like a mango flavor, yeah. and it's like the commercial looks like a fucking uh Sunny D commercial. Oh, without the kids. Oh. But it looks like a Sunny D commercial. There's like fruit splashing everywhere. It's fucking. It looks like they're trying to sell to a fucking kid. If that same commercial was an e-juice commercial, it'd be completely different. Yeah. But yeah. Big Pharma isn't making e-juices. They're making Nicorette. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I do feel bad for the guy that he has to live his life like this, the rest of his life like this. I just want to know if he's still jeweling. He has no one to blame but himself. Yeah, himself. He probably still is. He probably has too many yes men in his life. Yeah. If somebody would come to me and told them they were vaping two jewel pods a day, I would snatch that shit out of their hand. For yeah. real? I'm telling you, you're going to get fucking sick. I I hit a jewel four or five times, chain vaping, and I fucking... Oh, yeah. I'm slumped. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't... I couldn't do that. I, I went through... When I was using a jewel every day, Yeah. Uh, I was going through a pod a day. Right. But I smoked a ton. Uh, I was going through... About, uh, I, w- I would get a four-pack of pods that would last me five days. Yeah. So it was like a, almost a pod a day, two pods a day. My throat be dying, dog. For real. I, I don't like. I also I can't afford that. <laughs> thirty. That's thirty dollars a week almost. Yeah. On pods. Fuck all that. Well, let's uh, transition over to murder. 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 Let's talk about one of yeah. our favorite subjects. If anybody has questions about vaping. Holler at any of us if you want to quit. Holler at any of us. We will recommend you the best product for what you need. You tell me what you want, I can write a better product for you. Yeah, if you need Believe a, me, I know a lot. I've done a lot of research. Um, if you need help quitting smoking and uh, you just feel like you can't afford it, we will tell you your best options to afford vaping. Yeah. Because vaping is the future and cigarettes are icky. It's a lot easier. Than I thought you were going to hit the rib trippers <laughs> outro for a second. You almost did it. I almost did it. Did it. <laughs> Hang on. Let me do it. Let me do it though. Smoking is out and vaping is the future. <laughs> to make the transition from smoking to vaping, it's a lot easier than you think it would be. So. Yeah. Literally. It really is because I've been smoking since I was 15. Yeah. Or younger. Before we do all that, um, we're going to record a shit show one day and I just want us to all tell our smoking stories. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our whole journey from smoking to quitting to vaping all that. We're going to do a separate episode for that because I really want to just sit down and talk about that with the three of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, it, t- it took a real good juice for me to quit smoking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I found that with a product drop. Should I? I mean, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, sure, whatever. Someone's probably listening. Uh, it's by Hype. Yeah. Uh, it's a sour apple. It's what Amanda's vaping right now. And it was so good that it got me to quit smoking. And I was a habitual fucking smoker. Yeah. Like in any inconvenience, I was lighting up. Yeah. And the biggest thing for us too is, um, especially me and Joseph Destin used to work at the same place. We, when you're, you have the ability to smoke anytime you want. Yeah. It's even worse. You know, when you work a job, like a typical nine to five where you have three breaks you know, you go take your break, you smoke two cigarettes. You take your lunch, you might smoke three. Take your second break, you take smoke two cigarettes. When you get off, you're smoking constantly because you had a cigarette in a while. For us, we drive for a living. 
for FedEx. So we can smoke whenever we want. Yeah. And the thing about that is like, I used to like do the math in my head. Like, okay, I got like three or five minutes between this stop and that stop. I can squeeze in like a little bit yeah. of a cigarette. Yeah. You know, like, especially if you've run your route for yeah, a while, you know where you can smoke. Like, I know that at the end of my 2000s to the start of my 3000s, I could fit a cigarette in <laughs> and not waste it at all. So yeah. I started, that's when I started smoking 72s. Because I could fit exactly from the end of my 2000s to my first stop of my 3000s. There's two red lights. So I got enough time to smoke a 72. Yeah. And now, Same thing for my threes to my fours. Like, uh, you, And then parts of my fives to the, like if my fives are uh, my last five is like Hollingwood. And my, the next one is like East Street. I got enough time. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> calculated that shit. A lot of customers will get butt hurt that if you're smoking on their property. Yeah. We're, we're not supposed to. It's a hundred dollar fine. We're not supposed to let people see us smoking. Basically. But if you're vaping and walking up to someone's door, they're more than happy about it. Like, like I've had people ask me. Oh, what are you vaping on? What flavor is that? And I'll be like, yeah. ah, it's like a blue raspberry kind yeah, of thing. Uh, every time I de- deliver to Lululemon, uh, the shop next to it, Untuck It, the lady's always, like, every time I pull up, I don't know if it's, like, perfect timing, she always has the door propped up with her head out, just... <laughs> All right, and go back inside. <laughs> and, like, I'll just, like, I'll talk to her sometimes, but, like, hey, what are you vaping on? Just talk about it. Yeah, people will ask you more, what are you vaping on? What flavor is that? What kind of mod is that? What kind of tank do you have? Like, there's people out there who be like, what kind of tank is that, bro? Yeah, some people know what they're talking about, some people don't. But you'd never hear them asking what kind of cigarettes you smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, and like, that, the only time they ask that is they want one. Yeah. And yeah. I've, I've had to break a lot of hearts on my route because <laughs> they would walk up to the window and be like, let me get a cigarette. And I'd show them my mod and be like, I don't smoke anymore. Yeah. And this one dude, real cool African dude, he's like, cigarette, cigarette, cigarette. And I was like, I don't smoke anymore. Like, I quit. And he's like, oh, man. Okay. And he patted my arm and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's real cool about it. All right. Uh, oh, and another tip to quit smoking. Suck a lot of dick. For the oral fixation. Um, is to get rid of everything that reminds you of smoking. If oh, you, yeah. If you have like empty cigarette packs in your car, throw them away. If you have lighters, throw them away or give them away. Destin literally has a lighter in his pocket right now. <laughs> don't you have it, yeah. Don't you have cigarettes on you right now too? Nope. Would you quit? Nope, Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Quit a long time ago. Uh-huh. I told you I bought those for set of it. For what? CW. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And why are they in your pocket? Because I was getting them to him. Your honor. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all quit fucking fighting. Let's talk about murder. Enough about vaping. Uh, every shit show is going to have something about vaping. Uh, just so everyone knows. Well, that's what a, our life consists of a lot of times. Vaping and podcasts and work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's just, I mean, I'm always looking at new products. I'm always uh, researching new juices. I'm going to start doing DIY again, making my own juice. Look it. All kinds of shit. Uh, might end up selling it if anybody ever wants any. We'll see exactly how it goes down. I got to perfect my recipes. <laughs> You got to perfect your art, man. It's art, man. It is an art. It's a science. Yep. It is science. Oh, and another thing. Get your kids into STEM. STEM. Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Oh, yeah. Get your kids into fucking STEM. Get them off the fucking tablets and teach them how to fucking code something. Fuck math. 
No, if your kid can learn how to code, we need someone to beat Fortnite right now. We need a new game. <laughs> uh, somebody uh, figure it out. I love I love Fortnite, but I cannot be as cracked as these thirteen year olds are. Because <laughs> like I don't have enough Adderall in the world <laughs> to be as good as some of these fucking thirteen year olds. These kids are insane. Wasn't there a kid that just won like three million dollars? Booga Booga from Pennsylvania just won three million dollars. Guess how old he is. 16 years old. Oh, there's a quote from his dad, too. He's clicks, like, clicks qualified. He's 13. Um, his sway uh, qualified. He's 13. The average age at the Fortnite World Cup was 16. Um, everyone, everyone that qualified won 50 grand uh, at the yeah. least. The kid that won three million, his there's a, there's a quote from his dad that said, I'm so glad I told him not to, or I told, I'm so glad I told him. Not to stop playing video games. Yeah. Booga was a grinder too, dude. Google, like, if he really did deserve it. Dude, he smashed that shit too. Yeah. When I tell you, he he won the first game. They played six games. He won the first yeah. games. He was he, he didn't lose first. He yeah. stayed he stayed first the whole way. They got to the sixth game. He was like 17 points up. Yeah. And he was just bulling it. <laughs> like literally the whole six game, he was leaned back, <laughs> smiling. He knew he won. But uh, talking about STEM, uh, do you remember Carrie Byron from Mythbusters? Yeah. The redhead? Yeah. She's got a company called Smart Girls. And it's uh, they make toys for girls ages six and up so they can learn how to code uh, build robotics, shit like that. Dude, that's closer. pretty cool. Move the mic closer to your mouth. <laughs> You're dumbass. <laughs> but, uh, she builds toys for girls to uh, learn how to code and robotics. Yeah, and uh, Barbies. There's a lot Smart of Barbies. Uh, looking at when that. last time we went and bought K something, uh, there's a lot of Barbies now that are more um, science oriented and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, there's like a lot of like mathematician Barbie, scientist Barbie, stuff like that. It's not all just surfer bikini girl Barbie. Yeah. So uh, uh, this is just a uh, public announcement to uh, if your kid isn't learning something on the iPad, yeah, teach them something because I've seen a lot of parents that would just shove an iPad in front of their kids just to shut them up. Kaylee actually learns a lot. Yeah, she will run up to me and say, "Look, puppies." Yeah, uh, all like, the time, like reading stuff. Like, uh, if if we're like uh, cooking or cleaning or anything, and we just need her to chill for a second, uh, she's always just like, "Hey, let me have my phone." I'm like, okay, like we're busy. We can't we can't play with you right now because we're doing something. So she'll sit there and on her phone, and she watches a ton of stuff that she just learns numbers, shapes, letters, all kinds of shit. Yeah, which is good. The internet is a double-edged sword. The internet yeah. is the future. Um, I don't... Personal opinion. I don't think that you should cut your kids off from the internet. No, all no, the no, no, no. It's just as long as they're learning something. People see, always like, are like, yeah, kids shouldn't have a phone. That kid shouldn't be on tablet all the time. He's not on tablet all the time. Like, if your kid's good at video games, let them play video games. I'm telling you right now, they could make your life yeah i'm not saying pull up a boring lecture about math or science no people make videos that make it fun for kids yeah. because my kid has a tablet 
Yeah. He's got one of his grand, one at his grandmother's house and one at his house. And he will look at videos of cars and he will look at cars and tell me exactly the make and model of it. That's cool. And he is six. See, like my daughter, she's eight and she plays Minecraft all the time. But it's actually helped because she has ADHD. She's always all over the place. But it's helped her with problem solving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in that game, she gets stuck or something I'm not happens. surprised that she plays Minecraft. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like she'll get stuck and then something will happen. And then like she doesn't run in the room to get me anymore to fix it. She figures out a way to get herself out of this yeah. situation. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. We've talked for 30 minutes about everything else. But <laughs> but the subjects that we were like, hey, we're going to talk about these for the shit show. So, okay. Um, Instagram model got murdered. It is the second one in a month. But this one's on the other side of the world. In Russia. Um, Russia. The first one murdered was Bianca Devins. We discussed her on an earlier episode. Tragic, this is tragic death. This is a little bit of the same. But a little bit worse. Uh, but a little bit. <laughs> I mean, no, like, uh, suspect, a little bit the same, uh, mm-hmm. type of mindset, uh, jealousy, something like that. probably. No, I don't know. Okay, so, they have arrested a guy. So, the body of, can you pronounce her name? Uh, where, where's her name at? Ekaterina. Ekaterina. Ekaterina Karglanovo. Glanovo. Karglanovo. Karglanova. 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 She was 24 and she was discovered in her apartment with multiple multiple stab wounds inside her, inside of a suitcase. Yeah. She was murdered. She she was in a suitcase. Yeah. She She was was murdered. She was murdered and stuffed into a suitcase and then left in her apartment. Damn. I heard dance music and had to go. So... She, her parents, uh, she was found because her parents hadn't heard from her for a couple days. So they were like, we got to go to her apartment, find out what's happening. And they find her. Her parents found her. Which is a terrible fucking thing. Yeah. So it's like just one week from her 25th birthday. Yeah. She, she, what happened was she had started a new relationship. She met a new guy. She started dating this guy and they were like, she's, she's a, uh, she's a Russian Instagram model. She's a travel model basically she she got famous taking cool ass pictures at crazy places in europe she traveled all the time because you know going from germany to slovakia is like us going to georgia for the day yeah you know like like you can stamp your passport hella and only spend like 12 hours you know you can you can drive to poland for a day you know what i mean definitely which is really, really cool compared to here. It's not cool to say, hey, I went to Atlanta. Yeah, Saying, hey, I went sunk. to Warsaw when you live in Berlin is kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. But that's what she got popular for. She's uh, And also she's, she got popular because she has a striking resemblance to Audrey Hepburn. She's very attractive. Yeah. And very she took attractive. pictures at cool places. But uh, she started this relationship with this guy. And they planned for her 25th birthday to go on a trip somewhere. And this 33-year-old man did not like her new boyfriend. Got very, very jealous. And they didn't say exactly how it happened, but he was spotted on the video cameras at her apartment building. Um, I don't know. They knew each other. They were acquaintances. They weren't particularly friends. That's her, by the way. You know, she's at some fancy castle or some shit. That's the, in that's Paris. the blue. 
That's the Louvre. The Louvre. Where I'm, fucking where the Mona Lisa is. Fuck the Mona Lisa. I bet you that shit fake. <laughs> it's actually smaller than you would think. Yeah. So it's it's about. Mind. I was gonna talk about your penis. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I came up with something funny. Backing out of somebody's driveway today. Yeah. Your FedEx truck is like your penis. It's not as big as you think it is. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It really isn't. But this uh, this thirty three year old guy, she he uh, he he knew her. They were acquaintances, but they weren't really friends. But he got very, very jealous of her new boyfriend and that she was going to go on a trip with him. So he, I don't know if he broke in, if she let him in. Uh, I didn't really see anything about forced entry. So she probably did let him in because they were friends or mm. acquaintances. And he murdered her when they probably got into a fight over her going on the day trip. And he stabbed shit out of her and stuffed her in a suitcase. That's just crazy. Yeah. She just graduated medical school. Really? And she's going to become damn. a doctor. Her life yeah. just fucking started. For real. Yep. Just started. And snuffed out by one prick. She had uh, prick. about 80,000, around 80 to 90,000 Instagram followers. Something like that. Apparently, I don't know if her Instagram is still active. Yes. It is? Yeah. Because they shut down Bianca's. Yeah. Well, shit was posted up on Bianca's though. Yeah. Like, nothing was posted up on her. It was, was it? it was posted up on the dude's. No, uh, she, Bianca's personal Instagram had nothing posted on it. Oh, okay. I think, uh, I don't know if they deactivate Twitter's or Instagram's because people die. I don't know. This girl's is still up though. Yeah, see, there's, uh, what's her name? Why is my Audrey. brain going? Yeah. Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, Audrey Hepburn, famous movie star and actress and whatnot. That is crazy though. They do look a lot alike. Yeah, they look a lot alike. She's just from the other side of the world. Yeah, she has 110,000 followers right now. I'm sure. I'm sure this story's not huge in the United States as it is um, overseas. It's probably a big, big news story in Russia. Well, probably not because Russia's like China when it comes to censoring media. Yeah. It's really bad. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir <laughs> Vladimir Putin put a law into effect that you can get arrested for memes. Really? Yeah. When uh, all the uh, Vladimir Putin like gay memes were coming out, no, I've not seen one of those with like him and Trump. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When all that stuff was happening, he put a law in effect that if you're caught distributing memes, you can be arrested and fined. Well, I'm going to jail. Yeah, Vladimir Putin is a wonderful. I mean, like everyone in Russia, every fucking Russian leader has always been the fucking same. Yeah, fucking dickheads. No, I'm not gay. <laughs> you're gay. Yeah, they're they're getting almost a. They're not as bad as China. But they're getting there. Oh, did you see the Chinese protesters using lasers against the police to uh, fuck with their facial recognition? Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it was this mob of uh, protesters, and they all had the green lasers, and they were shining <laughs> them at the cops. That's awesome. To interrupt their facial recognition yeah. software. That's super fucking smart. Yeah. Chinese people are so fucking smart. Holy shit. Why Why ain't we are smart? Chinese protest <laughs> looks like raves, man. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I thought I was looking at an EDM concert for real. <laughs> thought you were at Electric Forest or some shit. But yeah, that's another, another woman killed because of a jealous fucking dude that couldn't understand and take no for a fucking answer. So there's a politician. I can't remember his name. Don't care to. I don't know. No means politics. no. Please remember that. Yes. No means no. 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 Nine. Nine. No. no. That one's Mexican. No. <laughs> 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 I 
But there's a politician <laughs> that uh, wants to cut back on the whole uh, internet violence connection. And his broad idea is to get rid of autoplay. What? That That's his idea. Because they think if you're watching one video about something, it's going to recommend a video next that's about a different subject, but still related to what you're watching. I mean, yeah, that's how algorithms work. Yeah. yeah. So if you're watching a video about, like Destin would be watching a video about taking a gun apart. Yeah. It would go to a video of somebody shooting that gun. And then somebody else, and then something, 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 leading up to violence and someone's fucking... Until you get down to that right-wing rabbit hole. Yeah. But he wants to get rid of autoplay. There is an option on YouTube to turn it off. Yeah. Uh, YouTube does that. But, I mean, the thing is, people people want to blame YouTube when a lot of stuff like that happens. Um, you know, there was, that sh- there was a shooting that happened, not the one we're going to talk about today, but uh, previously... I think it was the church shooting. Not Charleston, but it was re- more recent than that. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, it, but um, they were they made a point to say that um, he had seen a bunch of right-wing stuff uh, on YouTube. Uh, watched a lot of right-wing YouTubers. And it got a lot of traction, this article did, because of Philip DeFranco. Because they went through his search history and in his view history on YouTube, and they took all of like a bunch of thumbnails and made a collage out of it for this website for this article. And the article, as you scroll through, like uh, when you first went to it, it, had this big collage, bunch of people's faces. Phil DeFranco's on there. Phil DeFranco leans left as fuck. You know, like he's very, very not a right wing conservative. He's really in the middle, but more left. Okay, and this guy was far right wing, uh, huge like a Trump supporter, I guess, uh, very extremist conservative. And as you went through it, the article, like through the article, the collage would like drop faces off until it was gone, and then you'd open the article, and one of, like when you got to the very end, and there was like three faces. Philip DeFranco was still there. And when I tell you this man lost his shit on the Philip DeFranco show, he raised fucking hell. Like, when he posted on Twitter, all he linked it, and he said, uh, at whoever the journalist was, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, because this guy had went down that YouTube rabbit hole watching a bunch of radical, conservative, just crazy, violent people. And what does Philip have to do with it? He just gives us Nothing. news. He just was in this guy's search history. So they threw him up there also. He's in everybody's search history. <laughs> yeah, he's huge. And uh, when the people were applied to him on Twitter, they were like, we just went through his search history and they didn't fucking proofread anything. Well, I'm sure. They just threw the shit up there. And he was like, you understand that you doing this could destroy my career and I can sue the fuck out of you for it. For I don't, care if, you're a jur- I don't care if you're a journalist or not and you have the freedom of press. This is complete defamation. Yeah. And your whole team needs to figure something the fuck out Okay, well, was PewDiePie on there? Because he's in everybody's search history. I know, right? Markiplier, Ninja. Fuck Ninja, dude. Ninja's... I've never watched a Ninja video. This is a call-out. I want to fight Ninja. (laughs) (laughs) You'd probably beat his fucking ass. I know. Dude, he's he's six foot tall and skinny as a motherfucker. He's got the upper hand, though. 
He doesn't have any muscle mass. <laughs> <laughs> None, dude. Play him in any video game ever created and he'll shit on you. Though. No, I want to fist fight him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to knock the blue out of his fucking hair. Dude, I, I fucking... As Look, much as everyone hates Ninja, fuck. Everybody loves Ninja, but I just have a fucking no, problem. Every, a lot of people hate Ninja. I have a problem with him. I don't know why. I've never watched a single one of his videos. I just have a problem See, with the motherfucker. That's me with PewDiePie. Like, I don't yeah. like PewDiePie. I don't know why. I've never watched any of his stuff. I'm like, never the, watched the either. I, I hate I him because of... Um, I, I don't like PewDiePie because of the PUBG video, but... Oh yeah, I know what you're talking he about. He dropped the N word. Oh, the yeah, hard yeah. I remember, R. I remember about the yeah. hard R. That's why I don't follow Ninja as much either. He did that in a video on accident. What'd you say to me, you little shit? No, I love that. That shit is the funniest shit I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. What the fuck did you say to me, you little shit? Did you say see the GTA video where the kids like you probably live at home with your mom and the dude's like, does your mother know you're playing with a sex offender? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Ninja was Ninja got in trouble. He said the N word. Uh, he was really, really drunk playing with somebody, and he was just rapping to a song and said the N word. Uh, haven't we all? He didn't believe himself. The bad part about it was it was a logic song that didn't have the N word in it. He forgot the words, so he just <laughs> filled in. He filled in what he forgot with the N word. So like that's kind of bad. It's not that's like the was, first word that comes to mind. Ninja. Yeah, it wasn't like he was listening to two chains. I mean, if you're th- if you're freestyling, no. The funniest shit ever was they played for- Friday Fortnite. PewDiePie and Ninja played together, and it was like the fucking collision of two of the biggest worlds: the biggest live streamer and the biggest YouTuber. And they were just fucking talking shit to each other <laughs> the whole time. It was so good. See, if I was Ninja and I was rapping along to a song and forgot a word, you know, I would throw my own fucking name in there. Just instead of dropping the N where I'd be like, Ninja. It's know? close enough. It probably would have yeah. sounded like that. No, dude, there's so many times people will say like he'll, he was really drunk and he would say his name or something. And everyone would just be spamming Try Hard 7 in the chat. It's just a black face. It's an emote. But it's a black emote, so anytime something like racist happens, they either sp- like spam try hard, just because it's a black face. And speaking of dumbass little twerps, let's uh, yeah. talk about these two fuckers in <laughs> Canada. The tangents we're going on is fucking insane. I love it. <laughs> it's, it makes for good entertainment. I love Ninja. He's done um, such good things for the gaming community. He just switched to Mixer. Yeah, Twitch. I actually did hear about that. 500,000 subscribers his first day. Five. I don't know what's gonna happen on Twitch. Thousand. <laughs> you know how much money that is? A lot. He gets seven. He he. I don't know if he gets seventy thirty, but general Twitch contracts for seven thirty. He probably gets like eighty twenty, and it's five dollars to sub. Yeah, because Mixer is probably like, please. No, they they probably there's rumors that they paid him ten million over the course of six years. Ah, which probably did. Uh, if he signed a six year streaming contract with them, bad idea, but. You know, whatever. He he got a big bag to leave Twitch. Because Twitch, Twitch's viewing platform is a lot, lot bigger than Mixer. Before Ninja went on Mixer, I looked at new numbers. Most viewed stream on Mixer was 3,000 people. Yeah. Like. Well, I mean, it's. it's Compare that to Twitch, though. It's fairly new, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's been around yeah. since 2017. Uh, you look at Twitch, it's been around since 2011. Yeah. Or. Ninja was one of the first streamers on the platform and he had someone in that was a seven year sub. So 2011, 2012, whatever. But 3,000 was their biggest before Ninja got to Mixer. Speaking of people getting followed. That's insane. That's fucking crazy. That was a good transition and nobody caught it. 
Uh, I don't care. No. Speaking of people getting followed. Go ahead. <laughs> I have a career in comedy. That's a good joke. You laughed when I said I want to be a stand-up comedian, but nobody's laughing now. Sit <laughs> the fuck down. I can't. I can't reach my mic. <laughs> say what you're gonna fucking say. Cam McLeod and Briar Schmigelski from British Columbia are being chased very feverishly. You sure it's not McLeod? I don't care. <laughs> uh, the manhunt for two teens suspected of killing three tourists in British Columbia has shifted to Ontario after reported sightings of the pair ramped up, authorities announced Friday. I'm so confused about these two kids. Well, I really am. Well, police say Schmigelski and McLeod killed 64-year-old Leonard, Leonard Dick. Shut up. A botanist and father of two from Vancouver while he was on a solo camping trip in late July. They have been charged with second-degree murder and his death. The fugitive teens are also wanted for questioning in the death of North Carolina woman Chana Deese, 24, and her boyfriend Lucas Fowler, 23, of Sydney, Australia. The couple was fatally shot July 14th while on the final leg of a two-week oh, so road trip. Shocked. Their bodies were discovered the next day about 300 miles from where Dick was found. Damn. So so what what I've been trying to rack my brain with uh, about this since he said something to me is I'm trying to figure out why these people were killed. Spree. Spree killer. Maybe a spree killer. I, I want to know what kind of if they have a connection. The first person killed was a 64-year-old guy, right? Yeah. I want to know what kind of connection they have to him. Well, I've heard a lot of stories about camping trips where somebody just walks up and sees uh, someone camping and just like, pow, pow. We talked about it in that uh, one of our first sit shows when I talked about that dude that got arrested like 20 or like 50, 30 years later or whatever. Yeah. His was a random killing. He just had a thirst for blood and killed two people camping. Yeah, just like yeah. Zodiac was. Yeah, it could be. It could be yeah. random. It could be random. I don't know. Um, it's opportunity. That's what I'm thinking is the the first could have been an attack of opportunity and the second one was just like, you know, hey, we've already done it once, you know, kind of deal. Yeah, but they're on the run in the woods and forests of Ontario. Manitoba. 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 And um, if you don't have bears coming after you, you got other insects. Apparently there's bugs in Manitoba that eat your skin. Yeah, it's like most of Ma- most of like these woods in Manitoba are unhabitable. You cannot live there. Habitable. habitable. I like saying habitable. Unhabitable. Unhabitable. Inhabitable. Yeah, Manitoba is apparently really, really, really hard to live in. You cannot really survive there. Yeah, but these fuckers are still in cars, and then when they get tired of them, they set them on fire. Yeah, they're burning the cars. Uh, there was an update two hours ago about an abandoned rowboat, so they're still on the move. They're I not- just, I hope they, I want to, I want them to catch them so we can, they can rack the brains of these two kids. That mustache just makes him look like a fucking sex offender. And the other thing is, he's wearing the Funko Pop edition of the Cthulhu shirt. And the other guy, a wild Cthulhu appears. Yeah. <sighs> I don't. I don't know much about these kids, and everybody's calling them out before the Cthulhu shirt, saying, "Oh, well, they're Satan." No, yes, because <laughs> Cthulhu is Satan. <laughs> Cthulhu is what the, uh, the underworld. Yeah, I used to know this. Cthulhu is basically a squid monster that fucking accepts souls for favors. 
Oh, and, so he's a <laughs> so he's Shinron from Dragon Ball Z. Technically, technically, how many souls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're they're on the hunt for these two teens. If you're in Canada, we actually have a quite a good bit of listeners in Canada. If you see these two guys, um, holler at the cops. Yeah, I was gonna say shoot them in the head, but don't do that. No, don't. We we want to rack their brains. Um, uh, people in British Columbia right now are freaking out because they're actually locking their doors because they're scared shitless because this it never happened. They're two spree killers. Yeah. Uh, they they're two kids on a spree, a little just Bonnie and Clyde type duo, and they look like they're uh, kind of like Bonnie and Clyde. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, he they means look, they're fucking. They look like if you squared up on them, they'd fucking shit themselves. Yeah, they really do. Like this kid. The kid with the Cthulhu shirt. Just yeah, let me break it down. The kid on the left, Cam McLeod, he's wearing the Cthulhu shirt, so he thinks he's hardcore. The kid he's got on the a neck right, beard and a shitty mustache. The kid on the right, Briar, is probably one of those uh, thinks he's a soldier type people. This right? man has so much neck. <laughs> how, how did you not see him looking over the trees <laughs> this man like I, I hate to talk fuck these guys they murdered people I don't give a shit we're talk looking for a neck beard and a giraffe man <laughs> <laughs> this man has so much neck it is insane holy shit that looks shit. like a lot of neck he looks break. like Mr. Fantastic <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah they were <laughs> spotted in a hardware store yeah I guess they're, they're I, they could be about anything in a hardware store yeah, probably. You yeah. can get a, a full murder kit in a hardware store. Oh, yeah, you can. Rope, <laughs> you can get rope, duct tape, zip ties, tarp. Yeah, they're, they're, there's gonna, they're gonna drop more bodies if they're not caught. Quick creep. They're gonna have to, once they get back to more civilization, they're gonna have to steal a car. They're gonna have to get money. No, they're running out of road. Yeah, they're, they're in the woods. Uh, apparently, where they're heading to is only accessible really by helicopter. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. a it's a deep part of the forest that people don't go other than by helicopter. There's no cell service, uh, no internet, nothing. It's just it's out there. Okay, well in real time, right there's now, polar bears. Yeah, <laughs> I thought Joseph was wrong when he said polar bears, but there is polar bears in Manitoba and Canada, and they will eat the fuck out of yeah, these. Yeah, polar bears forks. are fucking vicious, dude. Uh, in oh, real yeah, time, right now it is August third. I predict they're gonna give up tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. They're going to give up. Um, I don't know if they'll give up before they die. I was about to say, I guarantee you. They'll find their bodies. If they're heading to the thickest part of fucking Manitoba, then their asses are going to disappear. Like, and it's not going to be the fucking, we decide to disappear. Their asses are going to fucking get eaten by some shit and be gone. They don't look like they know how to survive either. No. Because if you ask me, if if I was in this situation, it would be thick coat, bag of potatoes. Um, no, I like would go even, to prison. Even being prepared, <laughs> bro, surviving in a harsh situation is fucking terrible. Bro, they get three hots in a cot. For real. <laughs> I mean, like, like for real. Like, for and they reason. already have free health insurance up there. For me, it's like, do I? I, I don't think they have. Do they have life sentences in Canada? Mm. No, that's that's overseas in Norway. Norway, you go to jail for murder, you only do twenty five years. Um, really? Yeah, they have no life sentences. They have a maximum sentence of twenty five years, and that's it. Yep, nice. Norway. If you plan on murdering anybody, go to Norway. Um, but on a lighter hey, note, <laughs> no, no, but I the, can't go back. No, honestly, these kids, these kids, um, they if they stay out in this wilderness in Manitoba, they will not survive. 
I can guarantee you that. Um, I we live in the deep south. <laughs> we're hot. in we we're in Alabama. We know the wilderness to a certain extent. I mean, I know the woods. Yeah. I I could survive mm-hmm. out there for a small amount of time, but that's in our woods. We have like coyotes. We don't have polar bears. We don't have grizzly bears. We don't have bugs that eat our flesh. No, we do um, got rattlesnakes. We do, we have snakes. We have we uh, a lot of coyotes. We have a lot of deer. That's pretty much it. Um, which they hurt when they bite you, but they're not going to kill us. Their teeth well, are on the back I mean, of their mouths. They nub the shit out of you. Okay. Yeah. yeah you heard? You ever heard the sound they make? It makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, Dude, the deer, the sound deer make is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I hate it so much. Shall I imitate it? <laughs> Try. <laughs> okay, no, like, yeah, in, that's in the military. It, oh, we're in Alaska, and it's like negative forty, negative forty-five degrees. Yeah, we're given three meals, and we're set out for like five days. That's it. All we had was three meals in five days. We yeah. were given like a small tent. And that shit was fucking terrible. Oh, I can imagine, dude. And like, like we were supervised, you know, but we weren't interfered with. And yeah. it was like just being on your own, being prepared yeah. is fucking terrible. Yeah, uh, that's like that reminds me of um I don't know if y'all any of y'all know who the Guggen Squad is. They're fishing YouTubers. But um but why can't I remember his name right now? Why did my mind just go blank? Yeah. Rob Rob Turkla, um, he was an army sniper. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was telling the story about whenever he they went to uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, I can't remember, but um, whenever he was in sniper school, they would they would take him to South Carolina, thick of the fucking woods, pitch black, uh, like as soon as it got dark, dark, no light, all you have is moonlight. Um, they drop you off. And you had six hours. All you had was a map, and you'd have to figure out your fucking way to get to the next part. Yeah, your map. You had a map and a compass. That's it. Land nav is a big. Yeah, and uh, he he was talking about like it was dark as shit. Uh, they blindfold you beforehand, mm-hmm. drop you off. You get up. You you have to find your way. You have to find three checkpoints before you get to the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the course of two days, you had to find six checkpoints, or three days you had to find six. So you're able to, uh, so he just did his, he did six the first day and only had to do one the last day and he passed. But he was talking about, you know, there's creeks, all kinds of shit out there and you can't see anything. And the only reason he, the only reason he knew a creek was there is because the temperature changed. Yeah. Because when you get closer, it gets colder mm-hmm. when you get there. And he was like, before he could realize that he fell straight down in that motherfucker, had to walk eight miles the rest of his checkpoints soaking fucking wet middle of the fucking night in the middle of the fucking winter and like these like, kids nah do you know what <laughs> these kids ain't can't do that shit you know what muskag is uh uh-uh. uh so it's basically like moss but it floats over uh water yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I know what you're talking yeah, about it's called muskag out in Alaska there's a shitload of it everywhere we had a dude we're doing land nav and we had a dude that fucking stepped on some muskag and it ended up being like it, it consumed his whole body he fell Jesus Christ and it, <laughs> ended up like shattering his ankle and had to get out of that's insane shit. and like it's not like it falls through and okay cool there's a hole like it fills itself back up yeah that's so you crazy. gotta fucking like work your way back it shit's it's like fucking, quicksand 
Kind of. That's crazy. But like the layer is like, it's a couple feet and it can kind of support you. Like when you're first like feeling it, it feels like it can support you. Is it like, is it like, uh, running on that like cornstarch shit that you know how they like run on water? Yeah. (laughs) Feel it. That's what it feels like. I wonder if you could like Naruto run across it. No. As soon as your full body weight hits, muskag, it just breaks apart because it's a mutt. Like, uh, yeah. Like, you know. So it just breaks apart and you can fall in. The puddle can be anywhere from like a couple inches to a couple feet. That's fucking you know? crazy. Like, yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, but uh, overall, um, if these kids don't end up uh, surrendering themselves or found very soon, they'll die in that forest. Definitely. They're going to have to learn how to try to find... Oh, well, they do have a firearm. Yeah, but it's running out. Yeah, they yeah, killed that. Uh, you only got so many bullets. They killed three people. I mean, looking at this kid, he looks like he's trained with a gun to get ready for his school. So, well, he needs to train it into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> We're not advocating suicide, uh, unless you're a murderer. Then I really don't care. Um, On a lighter note, no, I want him to survive so they can rack the brains of these two pieces of shit. I don't like when something bad happens and they just like kill themselves or get shot by a cop because then you can't understand why. (coughs) And that's not without a manifesto. No, our biggest thing is when we look into people like that, we want to know why my, at least I know for (coughs) sure. I can't talk about someone unless I can figure out why, what was wrong with their head? What's in their brain? The psychology of killers is very interesting. Yeah, and there's a book right behind you about the psychology of serial killers. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, Indiana State Penitentiary is allowing the adoption of cats. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. yeah. It's actually helping out. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, you help shelter this cat and you get time off your sentence. That's super, super cool, actually. I would do it if I didn't get time off my sentence. (laughs) That's really cool. They're they're taking care of the cats. It's helping with depression, violence. Oh, yeah, I mean, keep it away from the animal killer. Like, imagine, like, imagine every prison just adopted, like, ten dogs. Our jail has a dog. Like, imagine just having, like, beside the prison, like, out beside the yard, you had, like, a separate fence you created with just, like, a huge fence, a bunch of grass with just dogs running around everywhere. And if you're on good behavior... You can go out there and play with the dogs. I would be on the best fucking behavior. Like, imagine, like, and it's only if you're on good behavior. Can't fight nobody. Can't get no gang beefs. You have to be good. You go out there. You get to pet them. Uh, If you're, like, work duty, you can bathe the dogs. Make sure you're fed. You know? That would be awesome. Create jobs inside the prison. And you wouldn't feel like shit having to do that job. Yeah. You know, like you ain't out there making license plates and shit. Turning motherfuckers into Mr. Clean. Like, like you're, you're, you're taking that golden lab and you're scrubbing his ass. You getting him clean. You getting in there deep. <laughs> you getting there deep or you ain't getting no dinner. Yep. So that, that's that for that. We have one last thing we want to talk about. And it is very tragic, and we're gonna not. I'm gonna get very upset reading his. Yeah, this guy did put out a manifesto, and we're not gonna make any jokes about this because this is a very. Oh, sad I'm gonna talk situation. a lot of shit about this dude. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna talk shit about the <laughs> dude, but this is sad. Okay, so let's. Uh, first, we'll go over what happened. So, this happened today. Earlier today, it is August third. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, earlier today, at around 11 a.m. 
in the commercial district near Silo uh, Vista Mall. I think that's how you say it. Silo, Silo Vista Mall at a Walmart. A uh, gunman, his name is Patrick Crucius. A lot of people don't like talking about the names, but um, I do. If I'm going to direct hate towards someone, I would like to say their name. But this man named Patrick Crucius, 21 years old, walked into a Walmart with uh, an AK-47. It was an American style AK. Uh, not an not an actual Chinese Russian style. It's one of the one of the remanufactured. Yeah, synthetic. It's like it's like the uh, plastic synthetics or whatever. AKs walked into a crowded Walmart, started opening fucking fire inside a Walmart. And this dude, um, he wore uh, earmuffs. He knew exactly what he was doing. He ended up killing twenty people and injuring twenty six others in a crowded Walmart. And the El Paso Sheriff's Office is and the FBI together, they are trying to completely decide if they're going to pursue capital murder charges, which I really do hope they do because this is a man that should be put to death. Um, the only way they'll be able to is um, like if the FBI can completely determine it's a hate crime, or an act of domestic terrorism, then the FBI can take over and they will definitely charge them with capital murder. But for now it's a Texas state and the Texas likes to put people to death. So they will, uh, I mean, apparently this was a huge Walmart. Yes. It's a huge Walmart. You know, Kyle has actually been to this Walmart. Oh, well, I was sitting in the vape shop talking to him and I saw, I was reading through Twitter and I saw, uh, Hector Rodriguez posted something about like uh, my thoughts pressure with El Paso. I was like, something had to happen. Hector mm-hmm. Hector's from El Paso. He's the owner of Optic Gaming. Um, I was I googled it and I was like, oh shit, this is a shooting. And Kyle was like, which Walmart? And I told him like he had said the street, and he was like, bro, I've been in there before. It's a big Walmart and like a big shopping center in El Paso. It said it was estimated up to three thousand shoppers and hundred employees were inside the Walmart at the time of the shooting. I can't remember the girl's name. There is a worker there. Um, I wish I could find it. Fuck. It was in the other article. But um, this lady was working and uh, she was doing, I can't remember what she was doing, but uh, she heard the first couple shots go off and she thought it was like loud boxes. Because I think she was working in uh, close to the stocking area. And then she said she kept hearing the shots go off and she was like, no, I know what the fuck that is. They're from Texas. They know what gunshots sound like. And she just started grabbing people and taking them into the back. Hero. Like a bunch of people. There was a uh, little girl got separated from her mother. She snatched her the fuck up. Every She started just hurting people into the back room, out the back, uh, through the back doors, all kinds of shit. Awesome. Just uh, crazy, crazy. A lot of these people are going to live with uh, very vivid images of what happened. So... I want to. Is there anything you want to input before I talk about his manifesto, Joseph? Um, just our thoughts are with the families of the twenty six victims, and the twenty, 20 victims, twenty six injured, forty six victims, yeah, twenty uh, dead. You know, our our thoughts are out are with the families of the forty six victims of this shooting, 
it didn't need to happen. No, no. Uh, this is a big problem in this world. I am. This is gonna turn political. Um, I'm not gonna make it political, but this guy made it political. And so I, I'm gonna make another note. Um, you know I don't like Walmart. You know they're gonna make this something, but they're gonna make it out to be. You know we stand together. You know, they can't stop us. We're Walmart. Yeah, I mean, they will. Uh, I just, I hope a lot of blame doesn't get put on Walmart. Um, because you have to understand that they're in Texas. Texas is open carry. Texas is very, very um, Second Amendment. The whole, whole state, everyone that fucking lives there, I swear to God. They're, they, and this is a, um, how do you say, a migrant city? You know, El Paso is on the fucking border. So this is where I'm going to talk about his manifesto. It's called The Inconvenient Truth. Uh, Al Gore's already done this. What? The Inconvenient Truth? Yeah. That was Al Gore's documentary about global warming. This is what he called this The Inconvenient Truth. Oh, he's stealing. Yeah. So this is all from the manifesto that I'm going to read. This isn't my words. This is his. Okay. So it says he, he bullet pointed all this. So there's the about me political reasons, economic reasons, the gear he's going to use, uh, the reaction he thinks people are going to have. And then his personal reasons and thoughts. So I'm not going to read everything. I'm going to read his about me and then I'll bullet point the rest of it. So about me, not me, this guy. This ain't me. This is that guy. About uh, Crucius. About Dickhead. Yeah. Says, in general, I support the Christchurch shooter in his manifesto. This attack is a response to the Hispanic invasion of Texas. They are the instigators, not me. I am simply defending my country from cultural and ethnic replacement brought on by an invasion. Some people will think this is a statement. This statement is hypocritical because of the nearly complete ethnic and cultural destruction brought to the Native Americans by our European ancestors. But this just reinforces my point. The natives didn't take the invasion of Europeans seriously, and now what's left is just a shadow of what was. My motives for this attack are not all personal. Actually, the Hispanic community was not my target before I read The Great Replacement. This manifesto will cover the political and economic reasons behind the attack, my gear, my expectation of what response this will get, and my personal motivations and thoughts. That hits his about me. He's trying to blame this on everyone else but himself. He says it's a response to the Hispanic It's not his fault, innovation. it's the Mexicans. Exactly. This is not my fault. I didn't do this. So the them. the the, ones. the the uh, Mexicans pulled the trigger. He even says this bullshit. Even though new migrants do the dirty work, their kids typically don't. They want to live the American dream, which is why they get college degrees and fill higher paying skilled positions. This is why corporations lobby for even more illegal immigration, even after decades of it all, of it happening. They need to keep replenishing the low skilled labor pool. 
Even as migrant children flood skilled jobs, corporations make this worse by lobbying for even more work visas to be issued for skilled foreign workers to come here. That's some bullshit. I'm telling you right now, um, I've seen a lot of people in corporate positions, in high corporate, high pay skilled positions. Hector. Um, yeah, he he was a uh, second generation. He came, he was born in America. His parents were Mexican. Um, um, but look, I deliver where I deliver to. Mm-hmm. I deliver to a, a lot of office buildings, a ton of office buildings, very, very rich people, high, high paying jobs, uh, doctors, lawyers, all kinds of stuff. I can, of all the offices I've delivered to, um, none of those high paying jobs are held by Hispanics. A lot of, I, I don't care what this people are saying that the parents are coming over here to do the dirty work, like, uh, tomato farms, chicken farms, that construction, stuff like that. But their kids aren't. That's a hard job, but it pays a lot. Yeah. I, I don't care what they're coming over here to do. Um, if they're coming over here to not get murdered by Mexican mafias and Mexican cartels, they if they're come. not bringing a war with them, they can come over here. Can they're literally you, coming over here to better their lives. Yeah. Can Can Joseph but, uh, go off? Uh, hold. Let me get through the manifest, and I'll. Okay. We'll, let me get angrier. Go ahead. Let me go through the manifest, and then we'll talk about, I'm about it. the Alex Jones this bitch. <laughs> so, um, he he goes through his gear. Uh, and he wanted to talk about why it's such a great choice of what gun he chose. His main gun was going to be an AK-47, which is what he used. Um, He realized pretty quickly that it's not a great choice, obviously. It's not designed to shoot rounds quickly, so it overheats massively massively after about 100 shots fired. He'll have to use a heat-resistant glove to get around this. Uh, He should have, you know, done what every other person... I shouldn't say this. Don't it. <laughs> I'm not condoning it, but he shouldn't have used an AK. Uh, he tried to go off about this bullet, some special bullet he was using. It's a 762 hollow point, but apparently it's had a different name, whatever. And then he starts talking about AR 15s and how it would be a lot better, but he couldn't get one because he didn't have enough money. He somehow got an AK, though, which is a lot more expensive. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you can go buy a Century Arms AK for like $500 you can, or a fucking uh, M4, cheap-ass M4 for about six, dollars $100 more. Bro, I got my AR. I could get an AR for like 300 You can get oh, an yeah. AR. For, it's a lot cheaper. Uh, but yeah, this this guy, he went on about his gear. Uh, he, didn't, he says he didn't spend much time at all preparing it, maybe a month. He just went out and did it. He said, I figured that an underprepared attack and a meh manifesto is better than no attack and no manifesto. Did he say meh? M-E-H. This motherfucker. <laughs> a meh manifesto. This piece of shit. But yes, um, he, this other part I wanted to, uh, he said... Even if other non-immigrant targets would have a greater impact, I cannot bring myself to kill my fellow Americans, which he did. Mm-hmm. Even in the Americans that seem hell-bent on destroying our country, even if they are shameless race mixers, massive polluters, haters of our collective values, one day they will see the error of their ways. Either when American patriots fail to reform our country and it collapses on when we save it, 
but they will see the errors of their ways. I promise y'all that. One more paragraph. I am against race mixing because it destroys genetic diversity and creates identity problems. Also because it's completely unnecessary and selfish. Second and third generation Hispanics from interracial unions at a much higher rates than average. Yet another reason to send them back. Cultural and racial diversity is largely temporary. Cultural diversity diminishes as stronger and or more appealing cultures overtake weaker slash and or undesirable ones. He's mad because the white culture fucking sucks. This this yeah. is, this is <laughs> he's getting taken over by better fucking cultures. No, this is Hitler in a fucking nutshell. Yeah. Racial diversity will disappear as either race mixing or genocide will take place. But the idea of deporting or murdering all non-white Americans is horrific. Many have been here at least as long as the whites and have done as so much to build our country. The best solution to this for now would be to divide America into a confederacy of territories with at least one territory for each race. This physical separation would nearly eliminate race mixing and improve social unity by granting each race self-determination within their respective territories. <sighs> Apparently, this wasn't the only shooting at a Walmart this week. Really? There's another one in Mississippi. Two people dead. It's probably not related. Um, no, it wasn't. Because it says Walmart CEO Doug McMillan released a statement on Instagram. I'll do it again. Walmart CEO Doug McMillan released a statement on Instagram saying he couldn't believe he had to send a note like this twice in one week. Another shooting at Walmart occurred this week in Mississippi and left two people dead. He said in, um, on Instagram, My heart aches for the community in El Paso, especially for the associates and customers at Store 2201. And the families of the victims of today's tragedy. I'm praying for them and I hope you will join me. Let uh, me just try to find that quote about Europe that he said. Also, Trump tweeted and said, Today's shooting in El Paso, Texas was not only tragic, it was an act of cowardice. I know that I stand with everyone in this country to condemn today's hateful act. There are no reasons or excuses that will ever justify killing innocent people. Melania and I send our heartfelt thoughts and prayers to the great people of Texas. At least he put out something good and political. Yeah. Um, Instead of Kavefe. <laughs> or I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. Do you, do you know that, okay, this guy also was very, very, very proud of automation taking our jobs because it's taking the jobs from Mexicans. He wants more automation. So Mexicans will have less jobs, which actually it's just causing Americans to have less jobs. Uh, the shooting also renewed the debate on gun control. Oh yeah, I definitely, definitely would. House Speaker House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the shooting was horrific and breaks the breaks the hearts of all Americans. Yeah. You also have uh, tweets from Senator Chuck Schumer, uh, GOP Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. You just have all these people. You have. Um, let me read the last part of this real quick. Hector Mancha, U.S. Customs and Border Protection, El Paso Director of Field Operations, and Gloria Chavez, U.S. Border Patrol, El Paso Sector Interim Chief Parole Agent, both released statements. Well, I don't want to hear shit from the Border Patrol, honestly, with what they're doing right now. The last part of this guy's manifesto, he said, 
My ideology has not changed for several years. My opinions on automation, immigration, and the rest predate Trump and his campaign for president. Apparently, this dude's been racist his whole life. Ah. I'm putting this here because some people will blame the president or search certain presidential candidates for the attack. This is not the case. I know that the media will probably call me a white supremacist anyway and blame Trump's rhetoric. The media is infamous for fake news. The reaction to this attack will likely just confirm that. Many people think that the fight for America is already lost. They couldn't be more wrong. This is just the beginning of the fight for America and Europe. I am honored to head the fight to reclaim my country from destruction. There was another part of this that I can't I can't find it right now because I'm skimming through where he was talking about Europe and he was saying he's saying he was disappointed that Europe couldn't do anything about it because they don't have the same gun rights we do. Like most of Europe doesn't have guns, like 95% of Europe. And he was saying that Europe is being or the UK is being influxed with all these immigrants and they can't do nothing about it because they don't have guns. Like, this man wants to fight everything with guns. That's all he cares about. He he thinks that the only way to stop, in quotes, stop illegal immigrants is to kill them. I bet he can't. Uh, he wants to fight with a gun, but he can't fight with his hands. Oh, no, I'm no. sure he's a little bitch. I saw a picture of him. Yeah, he's a little bitch. Oh, yeah. I, bitch. I, didn't, I haven't seen a picture of him yet, but... Huh? You were literally looking at the picture with him with the fucking earmuffs and shit on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fucking dumb. Yeah, this, uh, uh, Joseph, say whatever you want to before I continue. That's, that's it for his manifesto. Um, he's racist. He's a white supremacist. He hates uh, Mexicans. Um, he probably donated to that GoFundMe to build the wall. Uh, no, he was broke as shit. He could barely afford a gun. So, he's... Uh, Lifelong racist. It's not just Trump. I'm not going to blame all this on Trump. Uh, he's been... He's only been in office for four years. Not even four years yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy apparently has been racist for a long time. <sighs> Joseph, go off. Yeah, go ahead. Say whatever you want to say. What he said about them doing the dirty work and their kids wanting to get college degrees. Yeah, he said the migrants come over and do dirty work, but the kids don't. That They do. The kids help out in the fields as much as the parents yeah, do. Yeah, he, he, he does not, like, he's not seeing what we're seeing. No. Because... Look at every single lawn care company that we see on our routes. Yeah. Kid, all the fucking, like... The, the mom, kids, the dad, you know, the kids. The whole fucking family's there. But where I used to live out in the country, there was a huge tomato field, and they would have the mom, the dad, and the kids. Have you ever been to Alberville where you can go pick your own tomatoes? Yeah. 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 People that work there, they can pay good. But if you want to come to this country and better yourself and better your family, then fucking do it. For real. Because it says, give me, you're tired, you're hungry, you're poor. Have you have you heard the stories of people that come over here legally and how long it takes? Yeah. The this I, I read the story because all this immigration stuff was happening, border patrol, um, all the stuff that was happening with the camps, I guess you'd call them. Uh, this guy posted on Twitter. He was like, "So, um, my family came over here legally, um, applied for a visa, and my uncle, which was still back home, which is his dad's brother." 
got really, really sick with cancer and he's about to die. So his dad had to make the decision. If he went back to Mexico, he couldn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. He came over here legally, did all the paperwork. He goes, he, he said, I can't miss it. You know, can't miss my brother dying. He goes to Mexico. His uncle gets approved for his visa on his deathbed. Dies two days later. 13 years he waited. He waited 13 years to get his visa. And he gets approved finally when they gets through all the bullshit 13 years later as he's dying. And there's a ton of people that have come over here legally and it takes them 15 years to get Americanized. They go through all the tests properly. They do everything, but the paperwork just sits there. That's ridiculous. And you wonder why people are coming over here trying to claim asylum. The only way to claim asylum, which we allow them to do, is to step foot in the United States. Mm-hmm. You cannot claim asylum unless you step foot in the United States. Yeah. You can't be in Mexico and claim asylum. You have to step foot in the United States. So you have to come over here legally to claim asylum. And that's the only real way to come over here. You're coming over here legally. You're using our law to come over here. The asylum laws. But you can't do that unless you step foot in the United States. And when you, when they go through border patrol, they don't fucking let them in. No, they don't. They say, do you have a green card or visa? No, turn around. Yeah, go. So to get asylum, they have to cross and then go to an embassy to claim asylum. So they have to cross legally. It's the same thing from people from like Middle Eastern countries, stuff like that. They fly. And as soon as they land in that airport, they, as soon as they land, they go to border patrol and claim asylum, try to claim asylum. That's how they do it. And if not, then uh, they're sent on a plane back. Yeah. But like, I, I was watching a video a couple years back about the uh, tests and stuff you have to take to become, you know, an official American and everything. A and it's lot like, of shit we don't know. Yes, but I say it's like m- majority of the time it was like more than half of U.S. citizens now have no clue what that, like more than these it's Fucking are. 75, like, 80%. We should yeah. do that for an episode and see how much we know. Shit. Like, take take the citizenship test? Yeah. You have to know so many laws. Yep. Like, yeah. our laws, I would trust an Indian dude that came over here about our laws, our laws more than anyone I've ever for met really? in my life. It's fucking crazy. Well, we've been talking for a very long time, so we're going to end this episode on one of my rants. Go ahead. Because people love say, it. Say whatever you want about People him. love it when I get mad, because that, that's what they listen to. <laughs> because we recorded an episode, and I was angry. It was a shit show. I was angry at the end of it. Then we recorded the main topic and I was still fucking mad. Yeah. So people love when I'm mad. So let me just say this. This dude's a piece of shit. Those two fuckers in Canada are a piece of shit. The dude that killed uh, Ekaterina is a piece of shit. The dude that killed Bianca Devins. It's a real big piece of shit. Can I get a fuck you in the chat, please? Fuck you. (laughs) If this shit happens around me, if I'm in a Walmart... And some dude pulls out an AK-47 to try to prove a point. I will use myself as a human shield. Yeah, it's... Because I will use every ounce of satanic power I have (laughs) to break this motherfucker's neck. Because I am fueled by Satan himself. And I will make this dude eat his own dick. 
Like I'm, I may be out of military and everything, but I'm, I'm still like I would gladly, gladly give my life to to protect the citizens of this great country. Like I'm sure they're in. Like the, that's that's what he enlists for. The four the forty six people. I'm sure there were children. Oh yeah, I'm sure of it. I, I didn't when I looked through. I didn't uh, look through innocent innocent fucking people grocery shopping, and you're just going to pick up a loaf of fucking bread and you get shot. Oh, it's a fucking white racist dude. In his because 20s. of one fucking asshole that gets a stick up his ass about the Hispanics. If they want to come over here, they're not fucking bothering you. They're like, not stealing your shit. They're not stealing your job. They're not raping unless, unless, your wife. Unless they cut, unless you have true cartel members coming over here. Yeah. Fucking arrest them. Put them in jail. Send them back. Like if you're, you know, but a lot of these people are coming over here to escape that life. Like there are immigrants coming over here to earn money to send back to their families. Yeah. Because someone's got to do it. The biggest story is if if you can look online and read the story about Hector Rodriguez, his story is very very empowering. I don't know if anyone anyone listening knows anything about esports. Uh, he created Optic Gaming, one of the biggest esports brands in the world. Uh, but Hector, Hector was born in El Paso, but they lived in Texas till he was like seven and then moved to Chicago. The house he lived, like, he can't even find the house he lived in in El Paso or in, yeah. uh, not in El Paso, but in Texas, in Juarez. Juarez, when I tell you about a broke ass city, Juarez is dirt of the dirt poor. Like, yeah. you've seen some disgusting cities in America, mm-hmm. some very, very poor cities nothing there. Juarez is so fucking bad. And, you know, he's done everything he can to get back to the schools down there and stuff like that since he's made a bunch of money. But, like, he grew up very, very broke. If they wouldn't have come to Chicago, come to America, where he had other family, I have no clue what would have happened with him. Because he has, he has a very, very good, he's a very, very smart entrepreneur. He would have made something happen, but Optic, if he wouldn't have created Optic, gaming would not be where it is. Hmm. And this, someone like this thinking that uh, racial mixing is destroying our country, he wants a state for every race. (laughs) What? Isn't Trump's wife from another country? Yeah. Sure is. She's Russian. Uh, Yeah. This child, like, I I don't want to make it about Trump. Um, I don't, I think him, uh, some of the stuff he said about the Mexican people. And about immigration is a little extreme. Uh, I get, you know, immigration is a big political thing. It's huge right now. Well, like I because said, everyone in America is like low key racist. So yeah, like I said, this this guy got to stick up his ass about the Mexican people. And like I said, they're not stealing his shit. It's not just Mexican people. He's just racist. Well, yeah. fucking racist. You know, he hates race mixing. They're, they're, he hates you. They're not still yeah, he can hate me all the fuck he wants. <laughs> like, fuck that, man. I die for what I believe in. Fuck yeah. Alright, can I stab you? Yeah. <laughs> I will fucking be a martyr. Yeah. It's it's uh it's people like this, I've encountered them in my life, you know. Uh us living in Alabama. Oh yeah. We we've seen people like this, uh, people we don't even know. 
I've encountered people like this. I don't even know. I've told the story before about the fucking racist ass lady at Napoleon court trying to talking bad about black people to me. Like, I don't fucking know you. You don't know me. Don't like, spur don't some wanna, racist shit off. Cause I'm white. Like, like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't play with racist shit. I don't, yeah, I don't just like, like the dude on my route that doesn't know me, but this black kid passed by on a go-kart and he mentioned something about, um, and I apologize for this. I do. I'm not racist <laughs> anyway, but they zip by on a go-kart and he's like, these jungle bunnies, man. Yeah. Fucking like you don't fucking know me. Yeah. He, he doesn't know that you are literally in a relationship with a black lady, black girl, whatever. Like, <sighs> It, don't don't come at anyone you don't know. Like if you're a racist, uh, stop. Yeah, just, <laughs> just just pump the fucking brakes. Pump the fucking brakes, dog. If you if you need to pump them, pump them. Slam the bitches to the floor. Pull the e brake and drift the fuck away from me. Like if if cliff. yeah. I know a lot of people don't like when something like this happens. We. Uh, people in the media go into detail about the person's name, the person's manifesto, what they were talking about. The reason that I always want to do that, anytime like the, anytime something like this happens, I will always talk about the person. I will always talk about what they believed in so I can understand how shitty of a person they are. I don't want to just fly out insults and talk shit about somebody if I don't know anything about them, you know, if you look at serial killers, uh, who was it that, uh, bodies under the floorboard raped by the John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. He had to drink himself nearly to death to cope with what he did. Yeah. You know, there, there's someone like that, that there is something triggered in his brain. That's just fucking wrong. And he didn't want to do what he did, but he couldn't control it. We'll discuss him later. But then the the same side, you have someone like BTK, which is extremely proud of what he did. He loved what he did. He thought he was a hero for he, what he did. He he became a serial killer. He wasn't born one. You know? And when I see people like this, people are not born racist. They're not born to hate someone for way the way they look or the color of their skin. You're taught that. Yeah, I've I've never met a three year old that's racist. No, no, never met a four year old that's racist. Unless they were taught by you, their parents. You take a you take a three year old to the park. You take your kid to the park. She'll play with fucking anybody. Mm-hmm. Anyone that's nice to her, she'll play with them. Any, if they if they're nice, she'll play with them. Yep. Kaylee, anytime we go to the park, she'll play with fucking whoever. You know, they're not born that shit. They're taught that shit, and it's it's hard when you're raised in certain places to break out of that mold and not be that person. You know, I heard it my whole life. I got a lot of family members that are racist as shit. But when I got to the age where I realized, hey, this is fucking wrong, I just I was like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't think that way. You know, I'm sure when I was like 10, 11, I said some shit I should not have. You know, 10, 11, 12, I said some, I probably said some disgusting shit I shouldn't have said. I probably said some racist shit I shouldn't have said because I didn't know any better. But then I started like experiencing other people throughout the world and the internet was the reason, you know, playing Xbox Live, 
back in Modern Warfare 2 and get yeah. in a lobby. Yeah. You see everybody's mics on. You just hear N words flying, F words flying, and the bad F way, the bad F word, not not fuck the other one. Mm-hmm. Like, and you start realizing, you know, I don't like that. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. You know, shit like that. So it's like someone like this guy. But yeah, um, this guy is a piece of shit. Patrick Crucius. There's no way you're getting out of it. And he's no. going to a prison in Texas that's full of Hispanic people. Yeah. So he's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> like, where you're going, the, the Aryan Brotherhood can't protect you. I promise. No. No. I don't think they're going to, like, I don't know if they'll they want you. They are against murder. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to want you, so... Good luck when you get down there. Good luck, guy. Like, look at even look at this picture. Like you see, you see this picture of a bunch of people in the crowd uh, that were at that Walmart. Like, that's a bunch of white people. There's a black girl. There's a Mexican lady, but like the police officer looks Hispanic. Yeah, the that, that police officer is Hispanic dude with a high and tight. Like, yeah. stop. Just, just stop. Just stop. Like, if this is in your brain, if your thought is to get your message across, is if you really think to get your message across is to murder a bunch of people, no one's going to listen to your message. If you want to get your message across, create a, create a platform where someone will listen to you. <laughs> we, so, want, we want to get our message across. We created, I came out here, I said, Joseph, I have things I want to talk about. I got stuff I want to say. Create a message. Same thing for Destin. Destin wanted to be here. You know, we want to talk about things that interest us. And we want to give our opinion if we feel like what we say matters. That's why I want a platform where I can say things that matter to me. I want people to listen and be like, yeah, that I agree with that. You know, this, some people, there's going to be a lot of, especially political things, because I decided starting this podcast, I'm not going to hold off on anything. You know, in content creation, in social media, a lot of people say no religion, no politics. But, you know, a lot of what I follow, a lot of the way I think is political. And me and especially Joseph being, especially Joseph himself being of, Fringe is that a good word for it? Religion, uh, yeah. I, I guess fringe would be a good. He's he follows the Satanic Temple. Uh, it's it's not a typical religion, you know. It's it's not the Church of Satan. Yeah. It's, it's it's the Satanic Temple. It, it's still it's still a, a, a. I don't want to say baby religion because we are pretty fucking big. I mean, it's not like Rastafarian. I mean, Pastafarian. Yeah, Pastafarian. But you know. Wait, what? Pastafarian? Uh, the flying it. spaghetti monster? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can claim that you're religion God. and get your uh, driver's license yeah, photo with a colander. Yeah, I remember yeah. that shit. Because yeah. all you got to say, you're a Pastafarian and that's your religious garment. Yeah. Yeah, I remember so, that. So, I mean, I'll, I'll never stray away from politics. I'll never stray away from religion because I'm not religious, but religion is very, very interesting to me. You know, I'll, I'll never stray away from saying what I feel. <laughs> As long as I'm not disrespecting a certain group of people, unless it's like a really shitty group of people like Nazis, like I'll, I'll disrespect the shit out of Nazis, but black people, no, why would I do that? You know what I mean? 
And this guy, I'll t- I'll disrespect him all fucking day. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to live. No, I like. I hope maybe it would be really cool. Is he gets charged capital murder, right? Mm-hmm. And they started bringing back the firing squad, dude. And they bring well like, twelve illegal Mexicans over here that know how to use a gun. There have been <laughs> accounts though, like the firing squad went through and it just didn't work. Really? Like, yeah, the person survived. And you can't be charged again. You've already your sentence has already been followed. No, that's uh, why they kind of got rid of it. No, they they the firing squad. There's supposed to be one guy that had a revolver that shot him in the back of the ear. Oh, head. Yeah. No, right here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. That that's how the firing squad was that used to work is they would um they'd have ten people line up. Some guns would have some some guns would have blanks. Some wouldn't. So no one know who no one would know who killed them. Yeah. You don't know if your bullet was the one that killed him. Um, and they would line everybody up, everybody would fire, and if he didn't die, uh, whoever the lead was, and they'd walk up behind him, cock the revolver, shoot. So the last thing you hear before you die is that barrel spin. Click. Bow. Dead. Yeah. So this guy, he's going to get capital murder. He's definitely going to get charged with it. Texas don't fuck around. No. Nah. They love their guns, but they also love putting people on death row and killing them. Um, Don't they still have the electric chair? Yeah. yeah. I think so. mm. uh, you can request a certain capital punishment. Really? As long as it's still a capital punishment they use. There's a guy that's... Um, there's a show I watched. It was about people on death row. And this guy, uh, he has the right to request whatever... He requested an electric chair, but that state doesn't use the electric chair. They all use lethal injection. So he's just going to sit on death row until they agree to use the electric chair. Yeah. Yep. That's his right as a human being. Did he know this? Yes. Okay. He didn't want to die. Squad. He he didn't want to die. He intentionally chose something he can't do. Yeah. He told his lawyer. He told his lawyer. He was like, "I don't want lethal injection. I don't want to die." Um, his lawyer, his lawyer was like, "Yeah, they have the ele- they don't use the electric chair, but there's a law that you can request whatever." So he requested the electric chair, and until they agree to put him to death with the electric chair, he cannot be put to death. Which I don't think they they would do because then they would have to like spend all of the money to get an electric chair and everything. Yeah. Just so they're just gonna let him, they're just gonna let him sit and they're rot. Just gonna let him fucking rot. Um, mm-hmm. So this law covers everything. I, it was a certain state. I, I don't remember. But yeah, any form of capital punishment. So I mean, technically, you'd be like, I want the guillotine. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want the Henry the 37th and a half. I want to walk the plank. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I think we're going to end it here. Uh, final thoughts about uh, Patrick Crucius. Uh, I, ho- I hope he uh, dies. He's yeah. a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, he's a very shitty person. Uh, if you think this way, come talk to me, and I will personally put my finger in your ass. At me, bro. <laughs> I, I will change your mind very, very quickly if this is how you feel. And if anybody feels this way and feels like they're going to do something like this, reach out and talk to somebody. Just don't let it get to the point of no return. Give me 30 seconds. Uh, you got five. go of silence. <laughs> Something I wanted to bring up. I will not apologize for what I believe in. Never. It's my religion. It's my choice. 
you, you I've never apologized when I was going through my uh, Jesus phase. Uh, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt that your laws of your religion are better than Christianity. But. They are. They are so much fucking better. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. What you're because, saying. because I will test. I will test this theory on people. I will hand them a card with our seven tenets. Yes. They will read it and say, "Oh, that's pretty neat." And I'll say, "Flip it over, though." Yeah. And I'll say the satanic symbol will have my name on it and the year I joined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will she not. Does. I will not apologize. Never. I will not say I'm sorry because I am a member of the Satanic Temple. Preach it. You should never have to. I have to hide it. You shouldn't. I have to or I get judged. Yeah. It's because of where we live. Because I ordered a t-shirt that has an inverted cross on it. Mm -hmm. Casey told me do not wear that to work. Yeah. But. But that's because we work for a private business. Yeah, but. You know, I will wear a FedEx shirt over it while I'm out. But the thing is, that's my religion. That's yeah. that's symbolism of my religion. But if somebody's wearing a a shirt with John three sixteen on the back, it's fine. Yeah. But I, I won't apologize. I'm not hiding it anymore. I am a member of the Satanic Temple. And if you don't like it, fuck you. Yeah, there's there uh, one day. Um, probably in the near future, I'm going to have Joseph and me sit down and talk. Um, we're, sh- we're all going to sit down and talk about, I want him to explain the satanic temple and it's full history so far, uh, who created it, everything about it, the tenants, what they believe in, uh, some of the stuff they do. Cause they do a lot of philanthropy, philanthropy, we do charity uh, work, charity like work, community work. We clean up beaches. Uh, we, we love bitches. We, bitches, I mean. We adopt animals and save them from yeah. shelters. Speaking All in the name of, of Satan? All in the name of Satan. Dear Lord, Underlord, Satan. The Dark Lord. The Dark Lord. Yeah. Because you will catch me sometimes instead of saying, thank God, I'll say, ah, thanks, Satan. Yeah. Thank the Dark Lord. But, hell, Satan. Hell, Satan. Hell, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Satan's going to have a field day on this motherfucker. Yeah. All of these fucking murderers. <laughs> Everyone we talked about today that murdered somebody. Because our first tenet is we thrive to show compassion to any living creature, no matter what. That's paraphrasing it. Yeah. you telling me a hollow point 762 is not compassion. No. Oh. No. Fuck, I was wrong. I was raising the wrong state. <laughs> but we can offend without apology. Yeah. So if someone's coming at me, like, you know how I handle situations. I'm calm at first, but if you keep coming at me about it. He's going to stick a dick in your ass. I'm going to get fucking mad. <laughs> and offend without apology. Yeah. And I will shut a motherfucker down. Yeah. Definitely. But that's what I, I've been, that's been brewing for weeks. Yeah, I know. But I'm, yeah. I'm done hiding it I will yeah. end this fucking show with hailing Satan yeah I don't fucking care anymore yeah I mean I never told you you had to hide it on the show you know we've always been nobody expected you to we we said it once we said hell Satan and I think it got cut I mean I don't know uh, if I cut it out it's because there was some shitty background noise behind it yeah probably. <laughs> but yeah um, but in closing don't be a fucking dick don't be a dickhead don't hate people because they're color. Black people are awesome. Mexican people are awesome. 
Hug um, somebody. Everyone's awesome. We tell, love people. Unless you're a shitty person, we love you. Tell somebody you love them. Yeah, suck their cocks. <laughs> you're really murking this. Uh, help the homeless. Yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start over. <laughs> I cut none of this, so it don't matter. Yes, help the homeless if you if you have the ability to help someone help them. Hug a vet. Help a vet. Always. Be a friend. Be a good person. Always. Don't be an asshole. Vaccinate your kids. Spay and neuter your pets. Don't get them. Don't get them mixed up. <laughs> we love you and hell Satan, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>